let's talk about going low when everyone else is going high and how not to be resentful. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about newsletters too. Hey there, Home Slice. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where it is our soul and soul's mission to eradicate this idea that nice people finish last in business and to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. And hey, you're listening, so that makes you a good, nice person. And I want to make sure that you can get your products and services, whether they're just an idea in your head or something you are currently selling out to the massive in a way where they just want to throw their credit cards at you all of the time and actually thank you for taking their money. This podcast is gonna give you dangerously actionable tips to do just that, but we're also gonna work on your mindset because yeah, sure, you can use contractions in your emails to sound less robotic, but if you can't find the time to write something or keep on second guessing yourself and never hit send, well, it doesn't much matter anyways. You're also gonna hear inspiring stories from other online business owners who dared to do the brave thing because when you default to doing the brave thing, you are going to see massive growth in your business. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my Do the Brave Thing Home Slices. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your holes today. Do not worry, you're not going to have to hear the sick, nasally voice that we have going here. I just forgot to record my intro for this earlier, and uh, I got sick from the kids. But I do not want this to spoil the amazing interview that we have today with the one, the only, my partner in email marketing crime, Miss Liz Wilcox. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about how Liz grew her low cost membership. We're going to be talking about the key marketing strategies that she's been using. One of which is actually her annual sale, which is going on right now. She does about three times a year at this point, and it's going on from March 20th through March 24th. So Friday of 2023. And you definitely, definitely want to check that out. So head over to katedoster.com forward slash Liz hyphen sale. It'll be one of the first links in the show notes. So she talks about how running this annual sale and what she does and the thought process behind it, which is so, so interesting. And you're going to say, I've got a link to that down below as well. We are going to talk about how to figure out what to include in your low ticket membership so you do not feel resentful of your people. I think that is so huge. People feel really burnt out when it comes to membership sites because they feel like they're constantly turning stuff out. Maybe they've overpromised and now it's just like, oh my goodness, I'm putting in all of this time and effort and giving so much stuff and I'm getting so little in return. Like I said, we're going to talk about the key marketing strategies Liz has used to actually grow her membership site and it is not ads at all. We are going to be hearing about, you know, if you need like a Facebook community inside of this, we're going to be talking about how to turn everything into a list building activity. Cause y'all know we're talking about email on this too. We are going to be talking about how often to email your newsletter. Do you need to have stories? Because both of us have some very hot takes on stories and emails. Spoiler, that might be the similar hot take, but I feel like we're the only ones that say this and also how to deal with mean replies. Um, we talk a little bit about the difference between our two styles as well and the things that we teach and just so much more. I absolutely love Liz. She's just my type of person all in all. I will say at one point we do have some slight audio issues. So you're going to hear this nasally voice again, just kind of like paraphrase what Liz is trying to get at because Zoom, Zoom is being a hater. So that is it from me. Go ahead and enjoy this interview with Liz. And if you've been thinking about running a low cost membership, definitely do it, but utilize the tactics that we talk about here inside of this episode. And I'll see you guys hopefully next week, if not the week after when I can talk and not sound all gross. All right, everybody. Like I said, I was super excited in the intro to have back Liz Wilcox, who is also an awesome email marketer. And we're just so excited here when Liz is like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, one, we need to talk about your email marketing membership because I absolutely love how everyone's like, go premium, go premium. And you're like, I'm going to be the Walmart of this. Woo, $9. Oh my so gosh, yes. Hear more about that. But as like I said in the intro, I think it's because we have really similar stories about how like we Hamilton to ourselves out of poverty, Liz. And we Amen. did it with email marketing, right? That's like, I y'all. 
I am I now in Rock the room where it happens <laughs> with Kate <laughs> Foster herself. Y'all, this is going to be just be like an email geek out. So like if you're not into electronic mail geeking out right now, yeah. uh, you know, get ready, baby, get ready. Right. And I like both of us are very like, I think because we were, we're, we're a marketer. So we're in a lot of people that like rags to riches stories. Like we hate to bring ours up. We're like, no, 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 we were, really but it's true. There was no I, other safety net. It was us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I know we talked about this. I'm pretty sure in our last episode, but y'all like, I really mean it when I say things like when I figured out I could click a button and make money. I literally like looked over my shoulder, right? I was like, these rich folks have been lying. Y'all get in on this. And that's why I do share the story. It's not like to be like, oh, you can have this too. It's like, it was such an epiphany. And I really do want you in on this because holy cow, my life is so awesome now. And I didn't have to break my back the way my mother did to make it happen. You know what I mean? No, 1000%. I would say there was a TikTok craze for a while ago where it was like, you know, your ancestors and like you, it was like, y'all, it's like my grandfather had a dirt floor. I send a cheese email and make thousands of dollars. Like this is like, it makes, and that's a generation. Like it was my grandfather guys. Like it's two generations away. I'm like, it's banana pants and it's awesome all at the same time. And I don't feel like you have to use like gross pressury tactics. And what I found a lot with dealing with other people who also deal with email marketing, a lot of their stuff, it's very like B2B slanted, if that makes sense, where I feel like with Mm. other business owners, you can have a lot of pressure, but a lot of my students are like frugal living. Um, so my successful ones sell courses on plants, chicken raising. That's one that just had a huge launch Our sales page converted at 50% everyone chicken course. So like the things that we teach, like work for consumer base. And I feel like it makes people feel good about selling. So in case people didn't actually listen to your last episode that we'll link to it, how did you actually get started in email marketing? Or again, when you figured out you click a button and money can come out. Yeah. So very much great segue from like the B2C. I was an RV travel blogger and I found, yeah, like a lot of the marketing advice it was just either too complicated, like simple is my superpower. I can't do more than two steps. It's like an immediate no if it's three steps. And mm-hmm. so I just, you know, tried to find my own way. And the B2C world is just, you know, I mean, it's not completely different, but it can be so much more simple than, you know, the B2B world. It's not, it's just, I found the more direct I was and the more myself I was like, Hey, I'm having fun doing this. I'm doing that. And Oh, by the way, I created X, Y, Z because you said X, Y, and Z, you know, just very direct. And so that's, that's kind of how I got into it. And really, I didn't even realize what I was doing was sort of remarkable or needed to be shared until I went to a conference for copywriters and they said, Oh, what do you do? I said, Oh, I'm an RV travel blogger. And I was just kind of fresh off my very first digital course uh, launch and I had 141 people on the wait list and I made 141 sales. And coming from Mm -hmm. the B2C world, I didn't know that that was, I thought, yeah, you got somebody on the wait list. Obviously you want them to buy and you don't stop bothering them until they do. Um, And so, you know, that's, that's when I realized like, oh, wow, that's, 
really different and maybe I don't need to be talking about RV travel. Maybe I need to be talking about email, especially to the B2C people. Mm-hmm. And so did you end up selling off that asset as I recall from last? Yeah. Episode? Yeah. I, I actually, I process sold, of flipping it. Yeah. I sold that business. Y'all, if you decide to pivot and it's something completely different, like don't just shut it down, sell it, baby. I sold it. I got bought out of a second business about a year and a half ago. And one of the assets of that first business, I just learned yesterday, they sold one of the assets um, for even more money. And that was just something I created on a whim. So like what you're creating right now, uh, maybe one day it's not worth pursuing anymore for you, but it might be worth pursuing for someone else. Oh, I absolutely love that. And we actually do have an episode about like blog flipping. So I'll make sure that we have that in here as well. So that way, in case if that is something that you guys are interested in, or like you said, you pivot and you're like, I can't bring this sort of brand name with me. or I'm not really going to bring this niche. Again, we were talking before it came on air, let your, let your asset make your money. Your brain doesn't always have to make your money. So Amen. why was it from your firsthand experience that you felt that like email was so powerful? Like, why were you like, I want to focus on email. I want to do, um, were you officially a launch copywriter or just a general copywriter before you switched over? Um, well, when I sold that RV travel blog, I always knew it was going to be email. And I always knew I wanted to sell digital products when it came to email. I only did the copywriting because I needed to eat. Okay. Uh, and I knew, and apparently I was good at it, right? Like people were like, oh, there's no way, uh, you know, you had that conversion rate. I'm like, here's the receipt, you know, (laughs) and I always knew I wanted to be, you know, this email marketing, uh, leader, right? But I knew I needed to make money. And so when I started the copywriting thing, it was like, yeah, email's my specialty, but you know, if you're going to give me money, you know, I'll dance baby. <laughs> right. So that type of that type of thought process. And I think that it's also really good and it's really affirming and not everyone has to go service before they go digital products, but it's really affirming because sometimes in the back of your head you're just like, was it just like a fluke? Was it because I was writing as me and people liked me and that's why I had a big launch? Like, no, I can write in another person's voice and I can still get amazing results. Absolutely. I knew, because I would help friends, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, how'd you do that? And I say this now, I'm like, oh, just steal what I wrote and just make it your own. And they say, oh, you say that so flippantly. I'm like, fine, I'll just do it for you, you know? <laughs> and even my, my biz bestie, Uh, One day I wrote a sales page for someone. It was like in the financial space. And I said, she said, oh, did you write this? Are you working with her? I said, oh yeah, I wrote everything. And she was like, I would, and this is, you know, someone I worked close, like we owned a business together. She was like, I would have no idea that was Liz Wilcox if you didn't tell me that. And I'm like, well, that's why they pay me the bucks, baby. Like you're not supposed (laughs) to have any idea. It's supposed to be from this other person, right? No, 1,000%, 1,000%. So what I wanted to have Liz on here, besides the fact that we could just talk about email, but I wanted to really sort of break down and talk about Liz. Actually, she's running an annual sale right now for her email marketing club that she will talk about a little bit later on. But why I wanted to have Liz on here is that, especially in the online space and especially like business to business, coaches, coaches, bloggers, to bloggers, it seems like when people are doing memberships, a lot of people are going like really high priced and you decided to go dirt cheap, like $9. So did you always know that you wanted to go like $9? Was this just going to be like an experiment and you were thinking of raising the price again? 
since a lot of people have a lot of fear around pricing, I'd love to be able to really pick your brain and hear what you have to say about the membership and how you came to this amount of the price. Yeah. So when I started off, like I said, I had the two sort of wheels in the business, the copywriting, which of course, you know, was more high ticket. And then I was building this email list because I knew, you know, I could help people with email, you know, any business, you should just be start building your list day one, even if you have no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually sat down. This is the age old. Oh, I sat down at my computer and I didn't know what to write. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, you know, I sat down to write my newsletter and I had just signed $20,000 of copywriting uh, contracts. It was like two or three contracts. And, you know, Kate and I, we were talking about, you know, we both uh, didn't have money at one point and then decided to use our brains and suddenly we had money. And so I mm-hmm. should, from that perspective, I should have been, you know, like, incredibly overjoyed. And there was a part of me that was like, okay, yes, the bills are paid, you know, mathematically, I'm good for four months, even in an emergency, this will be, you know, eight weeks. That's how my brain works. Right. Mm -hmm. But as I'm sitting to write down, I had 800 people on my list. I'm sitting down, like, what can I say to them? Right. I knew this list was mostly beginners And I thought, you know, how can I truly service them? And I thought about the Liz Wilcox that started her RV travel blog, who had exactly zero dollars and was fighting tooth and nail for any sort of resource, whether that was, you know, time, money or energy to get going in her business. And I thought about that, Liz, and I thought about, you know, the percentage of customers I had and my tripwire and, you know, I was doing like all the, you know, a, a day, is that like a, a gorgeous mind or whatever that movie is? Yes. Like, I had all that going in my head. And suddenly I thought, you know, I need to, I need to have this template membership. I need to have this thing where I know newsletters are it like capital I T when it comes to making those emails that Kate writes so beautifully, like an email marketing fairy and things to making that work. You've got to constantly be engaging in Mm -hmm. your newsletter and, you know, getting to know your subscribers. And there wasn't really anything on the market because a lot of copywriters say there's no money in that. You know, the money is in those people who have the money to buy the sales emails who are, And Mm -hmm. I thought about this person, this Liz, like what she would have given to just be given a chance, like just be, you know, give that leg up. And so for me, that was this, you know, newsletter thing. And for me, it was under, it had to be under $10. It was like, well, 20 bucks. Yeah. But at that stage in the game, I was still like $20. That's half a tank of gas. We were talking about this before we hit record. It was Mm -hmm. like this anxiety, you know, I'm breaking out and I was thinking about it, just going back to that moment. And I, I said, okay, nine bucks, nine bucks. Even the most hesitant person is going to say, yeah, okay, Liz, you've built some trust with me. I I trust you for $9. I can cancel anytime. And of course, you know, I thought, and I think I even said in my email, like, hey, this will probably go up in price. You know, that's the traditional model, right, Kate? Mm. But after the first two weeks, I knew I was never going to change the price. I was like, I love this for me and for the people joining. They felt like, oh my gosh, I'm finally getting a chance to try this email thing out. And Wow, Liz, you've opened you're opening my eyes to just how simple this can be. And that to me was like it was like a drug. And I'll admit it, I'm like addicted 
to hearing those things because like Kate and I were just talking about, like when I figured out I could click the button and money spit out, I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to know about this. And so it's kind of this, you know, whatever kind of relationship. I love the $9 model. I don't mind being called the Walmart of email marketing. First (laughs) of all, Walmart makes so much more money than Gucci every single year. You can Google that. It's Mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't I want to, you know, be the everyday email marketer or, you know, the every man's email marketer? Like, why wouldn't I want to be Walmart? Walmart is like literally saves families, right? Like, why wouldn't I want to do that given my background? Why am I, I am the person for that audience. I absolutely love that. And I love how you said, like, it was like $9 and you absolutely love it. And that's where it's going to be. So when you were deciding what to put in it and you said that you knew that you wanted to make it a template shop, was there anything in it where you're like, oh man, like, how did you know you were going to build in that price and not get resentful? Cause I feel like what ends up happening to some people who go the membership model, they end up shoving all this stuff in there all this time. And then they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm only getting this much for it. So how did you make sure that you were going to be able to level out the two where it wasn't like, oh, this is awful. Or were you just playing a different game? Were you playing a volume game? Linda, Linda, listen, listen. (laughs) I was playing the volume game, of course. But if you have seen Liz Wilcox online, you know, like, oh yeah, that lady likes to be seen. (laughs) So that's just in my personality. Some people love the one-on-one work. I I always said like, yeah, I'm a service provider. What I provide is amazing. My service is like meh. Like I really don't, like I like you as a person, but I don't care about your business growth. I care about Liz Wilcox's business growth. I, you know, call me selfish, right? Like that's what's really gonna feed my family. And because I came from the blogging world, I knew the pro- the power of digital products already. I knew the power of an audience, right? If I did it in the RV travel industry, like, oh my gosh, I could do it in the B2B, like a bajillion times harder, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was also playing not just a volume game, but really, and what Liz Wilcox does always, my vision of the future is so long-term that I'm not going to get resentful. Sure. I'm making, you know, a hundred bucks a month here, 900 bucks a month there, whatever. But I was giving myself two years to hit a thousand members. I said, okay, you know, I did Mm -hmm. it very quickly. Like, Hey, can I have $9? Do you want this thing? But once it started rolling in, I said, okay, Liz, you're going to give yourself two years to hit a thousand members. That's going to be like $9,000 a month. That's more money than you could have ever freaking dreamed of in your life. Right. Yeah. Guys, we're not lying. When we say more, we mean it. Y'all, I have been supporting my mom financially since I was 16, like $9,000 a month. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, and so of course I was making that in my copywriting, but again, that that's the type of work that drains me. So you really have to practice Mm -hmm. discernment and know yourself. And so with the membership, the only advice I had heard about memberships was less is more. And so I was like, you're only going to get this weekly newsletter template, which in my head and the way that I do business, pretty much my newsletter is all there is anyway. Right. Or, you know, now I'm branching out, but it's like, that's all you really need anyway. Like maybe I'll throw in a list building workshop once I get around to that. And, but really you just need to write weekly newsletters and something will click for you. Do you agree, Kate? 
No, I agree. So when you were setting out for this price point, so like people can't like submit their stuff to you to like, have you look it over no, or like no. sales page or any of that stuff, I guess, what would be the deliverables around it? Yeah. So it's like literally Monday morning, 5am, you get this template that you plug and play and it's not a swipe file. It's a template. It's like literally mad lib style fill in the blank. And then because I know people and I know they're like, oh, well, I don't, my voice. I don't know my voice. Actually, then I give two swipe files on top of that from different business perspectives. So, uh, you know, like one might be from an e-commerce jewelry shop and the next one is from like a realtor's point of view, or one is from, you know, the course creator who's about to launch their chicken thing next week. And the next one is, you know, a service provider who's just trying to book VIP days. And so I give you those different perspectives so that you can actually have a holistic view. Like nobody does anything that they don't know why or how. And so I really, instead of focusing on, oh, you can, I'll review your stuff, da, 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 like that's hard, but I can spend an extra 10 minutes after writing the template. I'm a copywriter, right? I'm good at that. Writing it from two different perspectives. People are like, whoa, how do you do that? I'm like, I'm literally doing that for thousands of dollars on the side here. Like this takes me 10 minutes, right? So it was very simple. Again, going back to what is simple for you to add, mm -hmm. but also simple for your person to implement. And I think that's been the key to success there. Nice. And so there isn't like a community aspect or any of that sort of stuff. It's just... You get your email on Monday with the template, the really great examples, and it's a Loom video, right? Sort of going over the reasoning. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I give you a video walkthrough that just is like, hey, you know, if you have this kind of tone, this is why I wrote it this way. You know, just like if you were turning in a copywriting project, you would make a Loom mm -hmm. video. Again, this was something I was already doing and so it didn't take much time. And yeah, I think I threw in like, oh, we'll do a live Q&A also and quarterly guest experts. I mean, I was just throwing stuff out there, right? And mm -hmm. I've just kept that incredibly simple model because I want people to actually take action. And now that it's two years old at the time of this recording, I do have a community aspect. There is a Facebook group, but I did not turn that on until I had over a thousand members. Gotcha. So like- is it just a place for them to be able to like congregate and talk like they call it like student led? Does Liz actually show up in there? How does it go? Yeah. Great question. I show up when I'm bored and scrolling on my phone. <laughs> it's mostly student led, <laughs> but of course that's volume, right? If you've only got a couple mm -hmm. hundred people, you might have to lead the charge. But nowadays there's, and that's why I waited, right? I was like, uh, this would be so hard for me to create community. I'm just going to wait for there to actually be a community, for there to be excitement and buzz around this offer. And so it took about a year to get a thousand. And so now it's mainly just people talking to people, especially the longer members are in there, the more they're able to give advice, point people in the right direction. And then of course, you know, people will tag me. And I'm always, I always say, cause now I don't take clients. I haven't taken clients in almost 18 months. I can freely say, yeah, just tag me and I'll answer. But that that's been the way I wanted to do business. And that's the freedom that this membership has given me to, you know, stop the client work and just go all in on the membership. So I think one of the questions that people are going to have one, like I said, it's very brave to go with something, everyone telling you to go high ticket and you've decided to go low ticket. 
or even sort of focus on the volume game. So how do you get a volume? I mean, you've got amazing Instagram reels, guys. If you're not following Liz on Instagram, I'll make sure to link her down below here. But like, how did you get the volume if you don't mind us sharing? Because I think that some people be like, yeah, I'd love to have like a really simple sort of low cost. Maybe it's meal prepping. Maybe it's again, just something like a monthly subscription they would need. How did you go about actually growing the audience? Yeah. So if you're thinking about a low cost membership for yourself, just really know what your capacity is and find the price for that too. I knew I always wanted to be marketing full-time right now. I just market myself full-time. Basically that's pretty much all I do. This is my second podcast of the day. Okay. I have three tomorrow. So, but you have to know your capacity and what you like. So for me, it was a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of podcasts. I love talking. I have a signature talk that I've crafted and I'm able to, you know, pull A and B, you know, depending on what people ask me. Right. And so getting on podcasts has been amazing for me doing summits, um, private trainings, things like that, just really working on networking and expanding that network and making sure. And, you know, Kate has amazing resources on this optimizing your website and your copy and everything to get people on your email list, right? So when you go to Mm -hmm. my website, it's asks you like, I think five times, hey, even on the bottom, Mm -hmm. I'm very 90s themed. So it's like, oops, you did it again. You Mm -hmm. got to the bottom and you didn't join my email list, right? (laughs) Um, So making sure everything is optimized for, you know, and everything that you do is a list building activity, right? you know, going on a podcast and making sure you don't flub up the, how can you find me? Oh, on LinkedIn, Pinterest, no, 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 just get them on the email list. And then you can Mm -hmm. talk about everything else. Um, So really just doing a lot of visibility work and then pointing people to the email list. And the second thing that's been really amazing and remarkable is getting affiliates. I have an incredibly like, kind of like, stupid, generous affiliate program for my membership, you get 50% of each sale recurring. So, you know, if you get, Mm. got Kate to sign up, you know, you would get $4 and 50 cents every single month that she's in the membership. And for me, again, I was playing and continue to play a very long-term game. So you might think that's even less money that I'm getting. But for me, I know one person can turn into two, three, four, five. And if I'm playing that long game, if I'm thinking two years, in two years, this is going to be viable for me and feed my family. And in the meantime, I'm going to do X and Y, then it's okay to give that away. I would have to pay that in advertising or something, you know, that other people might be teaching me. And so it was worth it to, especially as I work with beginners, like, hey, if you get two people, your membership is paid for. Oh my word. I have lots of people that have two people and it's just this amazing (laughs) thing where not only am I building my audience, I'm helping my audience start to make money. I'm helping them see what's possible and I'm helping them get going. I love that so much. So is the only product that you sell since you're not taking any more copywriting clients is the only thing that you sell the membership? Like, does everything go in there? How does that work? I have lots of other workshops and templates and trainings. And a third thing, this is a perfect segue, a third thing in growing the membership and making sure it's a very cohesive package is about nine months into the membership, I opened up an annual sale. And again, this was just something that, 
you know, even my business coach, he's always arguing with me. He's like, Liz, come on, <laughs> like you're worth so much more. And I'm like, I know, but I believe my people are worth just as much as me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just want to get them going. I did kind of like we talked about Walmart. This is like Costco. So I don't know if you know the story as you listen. Costco actually makes the majority of their profit off that $60 a month they or $60 a year they charge you. And mm-hmm. when I heard that they were like losing money on hot dogs and other products, but all of their profit was coming from, you know, these millions of people paying them $60 a year. I thought, well, I'm just Liz Wilcox. I don't have warehouses. I don't pay vendors. I don't have, you know, a hundred year lease, you know, land contracts, Mm -hmm. you know, like Costco is this gigantic company that must have gigantic expenses. Why couldn't I do a similar model? give away, you know, give away everything pretty much like Costco's doing. They're selling everything at cost and just make money off this membership fee. And so about nine months in, I said, Hey, if you buy a year of email marketing membership, I'm going to give you all those other products for free. That way, depending on where you're at in the journey, you're going to have that next step. Because a lot of my other products are, of course, you know, next step sales page trainings, Black Friday stuff, you know, blah, 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 list building, blah, 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 right? And so it went off like gangbusters. And then my affiliates, who I was already building, were like, whoa, 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 we want in on this game, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was now at days, I launch it three times a year. And it's just this incredible, like, I don't, it's like buzz, right? I mean, we've all seen those big launches from, you know, these big giant gurus or whatever, and it creates an incredible buzz. And so I'm doing that again, like for the every man <laughs> and <laughs> letting, and I say, you know, like, this is going to be the most holistic approach to email marketing that you're going to be able to get for this price. Of course, you know, when, and I'll say this and we talk, Kate and I, you know, we're very similar. And some people say, Hey, I'm at X. I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. You can buy my thing, but you actually need Kate. <laughs> go over there. <laughs> you know, she's going like, to teach you a lot. Right. I'm like, <laughs> she's going to teach you more about storytelling and copywriting and psychology and all of this stuff. Like I just, I'm just going to give you the plug and play when you're ready to actually understand what Liz is talking about. You need to go to Kate. (laughs) So, um, so it is a great synergy for me anyway, but anyway, that's been a third Mm -hmm. way of really growing it and letting people know about my suite of products. I love that. So it is now, do you call it an everything sale? I'm thinking of Caroline and Jason Zooks. They had like their once a year on Black Friday. It was like their everything sale. Or it's buy my future is what they used to call it. Oh, I love that. No, I don't I don't know who that is, but I call it awesome. like Disney. Walt Disney World has an annual pass. And so mm-hmm. I call it, you know, you become a pass holder. And as a pass holder, just like when you go to Disney, you get access to everything. You've already paid. You don't need to go into, you know, the payment line, right? You don't need to get in that mm-hmm. line to get a ticket. You already have your ticket. And so you give me 108 bucks. There's no discount. It's just $9 times 12 months, 108 Mm -hmm. bucks. That's your all access pass that you're, you're a pass holder now. And so anything that I create or anything that I've already created, you get access to, and you don't have to give me a dime for another year. So So could your current members upgrade? 
they like have to wait until the sale. They have gotcha. to, you have to wait until the sale because Liz Wilcox just loves ridiculous stuff. And I love building anticipation. It's so fun for me. Um, so as of right now, I do not offer that outside of the sales. Gotcha. So when are the sales? Yeah. So like Kate oh. said, the current one is March 20th through 20. 20- Fourth, I'm really excited. Right now, y'all. Right now, (laughs) ding, ding, ding. Click the link. Boom, boom. (laughs) That's my sound effects, guys. So, and you can get in. Yep, nine times twelve, 108 bucks. You're gonna get access to all my other products outside of 52 newsletter templates that you can take and make your own. You know, you get list building trainings, email foundations, a sales page training and template. Um, a 20 minute newsletter outline, a bunch of stuff. You can click over to the sales page. I'm not going to list them all. Um, (laughs) And it's just a really fun thing. I'm also going to be creating um, some sales emails essentials that has worksheets for if you're ready for sales emails, because there's not a lot of sales emails in the membership because I just want you to get started with your newsletter. But if you're ready for that, we've got that coming up. Um, and I'm also going to do a training. This is very requested. And I'm the type of person that stays in my lane, email marketing. But I am going to talk a lot more about how I grew the membership, how uh, how and why I think it's so effective and how it's kind of caught on like wildfire in the last two years. So that training will be coming uh, in June or July. So if you get in on the sale, you'll get that for free. You won't have to pay for it. Ooh, I absolutely, I love that. I think that that's so fun. And like you said, it's one of those like, yeah, guys, I guess, I guess we'll talk about it. Again, that's why I wanted Liz on the podcast that we could talk again, because everyone is literally going high and Liz is going low. I thought that that was just so, I don't want to say that it was brave, but I think that it was one of those, like you had said, your business coach keeps on telling you like, Liz, come on, Liz, Liz, what are you doing? And you're like, no, like I'm going to stand my ground. This is what we're going to do. And it seems like you do have like in your head, had like, this is what it's going to have. This is what it's not going to have. But if it happens to be that annual sale, then sure, we'll go ahead and we'll shove stuff in. It'll be a little bit different. So I love how you have like those lines in the sand. And I think that that is something that people sort of lack and they can get a little wishy-washy. And then that's where the resentment can come in because they don't have those things. Yeah. So, so, so let me talk about that for just one sec. Sorry. Um, number one is just having that long-term vision. Like I know a lot of us as entrepreneurs, it's like, oh yeah, I want to try this. And then it doesn't work after 60 days. And it's like, oh, I have to abandon ship and try something else. Uh, The best advice I ever heard, I think it was from Ramit Sethi. He said something like, don't quit until it works, until you see some measure of success, right? And having that long-term goal of like, yeah, I know, like really talking and being real. I know this isn't, you know, at this price point, this isn't going to make me a lot of money right now. But I do believe in one year's time, two years, three years that I can get there. That's going to really, really help you. And then as far as pricing goes, really, and this might take time. It could take years. I mean, I'm I'm in my seventh year of business, but two of my big values in my business are number one, practicing discernment, right? When my business coach Mm -hmm. says, Liz, come on, seriously, this is $100 a month membership. But just knowing myself and knowing like, 
yeah, I know it is. But for me, I like to sell it at nine or whatever. I mean, even just I met up with him last weekend. He's like, come on, Liz, 11 bucks. I mean, now it's just kind of a joke, right? Because it's been two years. And he's <laughs> like, what do, what, do you, what do you think about what do you think about 9.49? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but really being able to practice discernment in your business, taking Kate's advice, taking my advice, taking whoever's advice and filtering it through what feels good for me, what is going to be a simple sale for me, what is going to get me excited to sell this thing cannot be understated. And then another value of mine is staying relevant and that's staying relevant to my audience and staying relevant to the times. And so of course, two years ago, you know, we were kind of moving out of the pandemic, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're over the big hump of it. You know, some of us are, you know, hashtag Florida is moving on, but some of us are still staying behind. But I saw that a lot of people had spent a lot of money during the first year of the pandemic, and now they're sort of panicking. So again, staying relevant to the times was like, well, I know right now it's going to be an easier sell to go low, if that makes sense. And also relevant to my audience. I knew because I had been, you know, doing the things that Kate and I talk about all the time in our newsletter. I knew my audience was beginners and they weren't ready for that hundred dollar a month membership. So again, practicing discernment, staying relevant to the times in your audience and having a long-term vision. I think those have been three keys to my success. I love that. So I have to ask, and because we've been talking about newsletters, is there any type of, I'm just going to come out and ask it, Liz, how do you feel about when people say you need to sell with stories, you need to talk (laughs) to stories, your email list should all have stories. What What are your thoughts on stories? Boo, hiss. Sorry, Kate. I love you. Don't murder me. (laughs) I don't. I tell people not to do stories either. So, okay. Story. Okay. Storytelling works. Kate and I are literally practiced and educated in telling stories, but I feel like Kate and I know when to tell a story and when to get to the damn point. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is something that not a lot of people are teaching or even, you know, speaking up about. I always say like, oh, one day I'm going to be burned at the marketing stake for being a heretic. (laughs) Um, And stories are great. But if you didn't get into business to tell stories, you should leave it to the professionals or leave it to when you have, when that thing happens in your life and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, my people need to know about this. This is a great segue into XYZ. But if you don't have that, Remember, it's a newsletter, not a novel. And a quick personal update will do when you can't think of a story. So by that, I mean just two to three sentences of something that happened to you that's relatable. You know, your fridge broke, you took your dog for a walk, your Zoom kept freezing and you couldn't get through the podcast, you know, whatever <laughs> is that's that's happened right now, right? Mm-hmm. And then just segue into whatever content you actually have to say. You know, you can hit the all caps button and write anyway, dot, dot, dot. What I really need to talk about is, you know, my new hilarious Instagram reel, or, you know, I just got a new TikTok. I got a new blog post. Uh, I'm just reaching out to let you know, I've got two spots on my one-on-one or three weeks until, you know, the course goes live, whatever that actual content is, and then just get out of there. When you have a good story, tell that story. But when you don't, give yourself permission to just get in or get in, get out and get on with your life. 
Do you think that people struggle when it comes to newsletters because they think every newsletter has to be like this grand masterpiece? Like it's gotta be Romeo and Juliet or a Pride and Prejudice, like, and that's why they're getting so hung up. And so then they're just not doing newsletters. Yeah, absolutely. Email marketing feels like this not we're never going to untangle, right? And I think a lot of that is because, you know, the advice we get is, you know, tell stories, build these giant funnels. Don't forget to segment your list. And are you tagging and all, you know, it can seem very complicated, but if we just get started again, you know, just with the intention of getting to know our list, right? Getting to be friends with the people on our list and get to know them, you know, all that complicated stuff can come later, but it's never going to come if you don't just get started. I love that. It's never going to come unless you just get started. And short of like telling people, you know, that they're awful and a bunch of racial slurs, one email is not going to ruin your business. I think that some people just put too much weight on it and they put too much pressure or like if they see an unsubscribe, all of a sudden they internalize it. Like they're an awful person and they suck. Yeah. You know what y'all email and I get why email is emotional. It's this intimate space, right? It's not like Facebook or Instagram. You will get those things like Kate said, you know, that somebody might be calling you out or screaming at you where they might not be doing that, you know, on Instagram. And so it can feel like this scary thing. But on the flip side of that, it's this beautiful thing where you make real connections, you really get to know people and you can, you know, create offers and write emails and sales messages where you really know who that person is and you know it's going to sell because you've have a relationship with your list. Uh, Germbag Kate here again from the future. We were having some issues with Zoom and I just could not get the audio at this part to match up in the editing. So that's what Liz is saying. Now back to Kate and Liz talking about how often you should email your list. How often do you think people should be sending newsletters to their lists? I always go with what Kate says here. You know, a good rule of thumb is weekly, but you know, like Kate and her amazing weightlifting, like it's a muscle you have to get to. So, you know, wherever you're at right now, just start and, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, work your way up to that weekly newsletter. I absolutely love that. And as Liz and I have both told you, so now you've heard it from two people. It's not just me saying it. It's not just Liz saying it. it's two people that have been very successful. Like just, just start, just start. We understand that it can be scary and you feel like you're going to be judged. Um, I know, let's see, we've gotten our first piece of hate mail and literally like the last year, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I did a podcast episode about it, cause they were like making fun of my people. I'm like, absolutely not. Usually I do not entertain haters. Um, I know you don't get that many haters either, Liz, even though we're both very decisive. How do you handle it? Do you just like me, like normally just like delete them and go because I feel like they just want attention or do you like put them in their place? You know, I, it really depends yes. if it, if someone insults like they say oh your method is dumb or this e I would never send an email like this you know peace be with you brother right I usually say oh you know if you're looking for a more professional style and then I will literally you know link to uh you know big giant like retail email marketers right what they're teaching yeah. is much different um but if they're insulting me I usually just clap back and I say you know I hope 
that you understand I'm a real person. And if we were in real life, you wouldn't speak to me like that. I had, you know, I do have feelings and, you know, I appreciate that not everyone can get along, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be bullied. So I truly believe like if I'm not going to absorb the negative energy, I have to throw it back at them. But if I do it with kindness, usually people will come back and say, yeah, you're right. You know, or, or they just won't reply. Right. And then I like, what are they going to say? It's like, that's like the first rule they teach you is treat others how you would like to be treated. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, come on now. So Liz, where can people hang out with you and tell us more about the annual sale of the membership, because it is going on right now. You can always head over to katedoster.com forward slash Liz hyphen sale. We'll put it down below here, but let us know all about it. Yeah. So like we were just talking about, you know, what do you put in the newsletters? How do you talk to people? How do you, you know, make sure that they are prepped for these amazing sales messages that you have later that Kate does such a good job teaching you all about? Well, you got to write that weekly newsletter. And if that seems really daunting, if you're like, oh, well, like Liz said, I'm not at that weekly newsletter. I'm not ready to start. Just join email marketing membership. It literally eliminates that problem. i quite literally write these emails for you, plug and play. I have lots of different service providers and course creators uh, in the membership already. We've got a wide variety um, and the sales from March 20th to 24th. You can buy a year of the membership, 108 bucks, and you get access to all my other workshops, uh, templates, and emails for free. Uh, yeah. And if it is after that time. Cause I know this episode is indeed going live during the sale. If it is after this time, where can people get more access to Liz? Yeah, of course. I'm an email marketer. I'd love to have you on my email list. You can go directly to lizwilcox.com. There's a hot pink button in the top right-hand corner. Hit the hot pink button. It's going to give you a welcome sequence uh, template already written for you to take and make your own. You're also going to get three newsletter examples directly from the membership. One to show you how to get people to click, another to show you how to get people to reply, and a third to show you how to get people to buy directly from a newsletter. And if that's not enough, you also get 52 subject lines completely for free because writing from scratch totally sucks. That's lizwilcox.com. Hot pink button, baby. Hot pink button. We will definitely put those links down below here. And I'll make sure after the sale is over that the link that we had shared, it does go and direct over there as well. So that way you guys cannot keep in touch with Liz and follow her on Instagram. Like I said, I will definitely have a link down below here, <laughs> but your best bet it's to see Liz in action. And this is one of the reasons why, I mean, Liz and I get along for so many reasons, but it is because Liz leads by example. Like she just doesn't tell you like, oh, email your list. And then like, she doesn't like not email her list. <laughs> like she really does role model a simple, great business approach and simply get really effective newsletters. So I absolutely love that. So thank you so much for hanging out with me here today, Liz, and for sharing with us your brave thing about going against the grain and about your coach actually telling you, come on, Liz, just like 902, not just 902. <laughs> give, give me my two cents. <laughs> You're so welcome. I can't wait to see what people do with email. This has been really fun.
Bye. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.